There's one thing the Cincinnati Bearcats need to do in order for this season to be a success, and nobody is talking about it. In fact, you might be taking it for granted. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Subscribe to the Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel up to 348 and counting. Follow us too to get an alert every time we drop a new episode, which today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Lockdown College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk too fast or post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Alex Frank with you, your host each and every day, former sports director of UC student-run media organization, Bearcast Media. So, winning on the road is something the Bearcats have done well at in the Luke Fickle era. Heck, they won at Indiana and Notre Dame last year, if that's anything. But don't take it for granted, because you might be. The Cincinnati Bearcats have not lost a regular season game since December 7th of 2019. That was at Memphis, and that was their third loss of the season on the road. They have not lost a road game since. Their only two losses have been on neutral fields, and both of them have come in the New Year's Six Bowl or a college football playoff game. But it still does not mean that winning on the road is not important. It does not mean that. It is very important, especially in a year like this year where you are going to be tested on the road. This reminds me a lot of 2019. Remember in 2019, you knew the Bearcats were going to be good, but you really didn't know how they were going to respond after losing several pieces on the defensive and offensive lines. Well, they ended up finishing 11-3. and They ended up finishing 10-2 and again in the regular season. They ended up winning four games on the road, and four very difficult games on the road, might I add. But still... If you take away the previous two seasons of the Cincinnati Bearcats on the road, they are 10 and 9 in the Luke Fickle era. In the first three seasons, they only went 10 and 9. That means they were just above average, one game above 500. And if something hadn't gone right in the ECU or USF games in 2019, oh boy, they'd be under 500 minus the previous two seasons which were extraordinary. If you take away the previous two seasons, the Bearcats are an average team on the road, which every college team should be. It's hard winning on the road, especially in college football. You might think, oh, come on, we play in the American Athletic Conference still. I mean, we should be beating everybody on the road. Yeah, well, there is some validity to that, and the Bearcats have done that the last two seasons. And OB at 2020, they didn't play in front of full crowds. They did not play in front of full crowds. In 2021, they did at Indiana and Notre Dame. They won both of those games. But come on, Navy and Tulane, USF, ECU, those weren't full crowds. They have not played in the American Athletic Conference in front of a true road crowd since UCF in 2018. And by the way, that's like the only team that will sell out in the American Athletic Conference for a game. And rightfully so, because they're going to the Big 12. Houston wasn't sold out in 2019. 
So winning on the road is still very important this year. In 2019, when the Bearcats were coming off of a, a season where they lost a lot of key pieces from last year, from the previous year's team, they had to go to Marshall and win that game. That was a sellout crowd. They won that game convincingly. They went to Houston. Houston was a, a decent team at the time. wasn't a very good wasn't a very big crowd. They won that game by 15. They went to ECU. That was probably 60-65% full. A lot of Bearcats fans made the trip. I almost went to that game. Cincinnati won that game barely, as you know. USF, probably 25% full, barely won that game. So the point of the matter is, it is hard to win on the road. I mean, look at last year, the struggles against Navy and Tulane, and even USF to a degree. But you're going to have to do that this year. On a team that is minus several alpha dog players from last year. You're going to have to do it with some new players stepping up in key pl- in key places. Guys like Wilson Huber, guys like Ivan Pace, guys like Yaheen Thomas. More on those three players in a minute. You're going to have to rely on those players to step up. New faces to step up and say, hey, we're deciding whether or not we win today. And... I, I look at it as, you know, we talk about things that need to happen for the success of this season. Getting the quarterback right, um, you know, beefing up the defensive line, you know, not having a huge drop-off at corner, but winning on the road after losing an alpha dog talent. You know, you were comfortable going into any road game last year excuse me, because of Desmond Ritter, because of Sauce Gardner, because of Jerome Ford, Alec Pierce. This year, it's going to be guys like Josh Wiley and Leonard Taylor. It's going to be guys like Ryan Montgomery. It's going to be guys like um, Trey, uh, Tyler Scott. And in, on defense, it's going to be guys like Javon Hicks. It's going to be guys like uh, the linebackers, Deshaun Pace, Jabari Taylor on the defensive line, Malik Van, Jawan Briggs. Players who you know, but again, players who aren't used to playing large roles. I mean, it's and when you go on the road, it's the travel. It's you're not in your own environment. You're not sleeping in your own bed. It can be difficult, man. It really can. And I look at the SMU and UCF games. You know, you have to take care of business on the road. These guys are going to have to step up and do that. And that's why the Arkansas game week one, I don't like it that it's in that spot. Because these guys are not used to, A, being in the spotlight, playing larger roles, and B, they're certainly not used to doing that and playing on the road. Oh, by the way, send them to an SEC team for week one. That's not easy stuff. It's not. And so when I look at it, it would not shock me if there were some growing pains. That's why the Tulsa game, the first conference game of the season, not an easy road trip. You don't know what the weather could be like. You don't know if Tulsa is going to come out guns a blazing. You don't know what that could be like. So that's a key to success for me this season. Winning on the road. You might have taken for granted over the last two seasons. Maybe the last four seasons. Because over the last four seasons, Cincinnati has only lost five times on the road. They have won um, 16 times. So they're 16 and five in their previous four seasons. But take away 2020 and 2021, which were exceptional teams. And 2020 was a weird year. You only played two road games. You won them both. Uh, that was a COVID year. Last year, you had an 
uberly talented team. Take away those two seasons, and you're only 10-9 and nine on the road, which is good, but it is something that you're going to have to do this year, your final season in the American, including that two-game gauntlet in late October with SMU and UCF, and you're going to have to do it once you get to the Big 12. I'll touch on that after a word from LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Once you go to the Big 12, road games are going to be even more difficult than they are now because you're going to play in front of better, bigger and better environments. You're not going to be playing in Tulane Yulman Stadium at noon on a Friday or on a Saturday. You're not going to be playing at half-empty Lincoln Financial Field against Temple, and you wonder, you know, what it would be like to go to an Eagles game there. You're not going to be doing that. You're going to be playing at Oklahoma State, which is always sold out. You're going to be playing potentially at Norman. Good luck with that. You're going to be playing at West Virginia. Country roads take me home. You're going to want to take them home because it's going to be a hostile environment. You're going to be playing at Iowa State. You're going to be playing at... Uh, BYU, you're going to be playing the UCF still. So there is going to be a greater challenge going on the road in the big, heck, Baylor in Waco. Fair, uh, what's their stadium's name? McLean Stadium, I think. It's going to be harder playing on the road in the Big 12. But what that can do is it can lure recruits. And let's take it from this point. So Cincinnati, the one thing that John Garcia Jr. has talked about on this show, he'll be on tomorrow's show, by the way. The one thing he has talked about with me is Cincinnati uh, hitting other areas of the country, Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Colorado. Well, there's Big 12 country for you. So so let's say Cincinnati goes on the road and a recruit is visiting Oklahoma State or visiting uh, BYU or... Uh, Kansas State. And if you're Cincinnati, you go in there and you win. And it doesn't even have to be a recruit's official visit. I mean, he can just be in the building. He can just be in the building watching that game or that stadium. He can be in the building watching that game. And 
he can say, ooh, I like this program. This year and the first year in the Big 12 for Cincinnati is about marketing their program, in essence. Because what you can do is you can show recruits, you can show parts of the country, hey, this is who our program is all about. This is who our head coach is. He's built a tremendous culture. This is what that culture is. Um, this is how we play. This is our fan base, well-traveling fan base, that will travel probably big time once they join the Big 12. And that is huge for recruiting. If you can go on the road and win in the Big 12, and it's going to have to be more of an emphasis once you get there. And it should be this year. But when you join the Big 12, right, what separates Oklahoma and Texas, or what has separated them, well, mainly Oklahoma, what separated Oklahoma for years was their ability to win on the road, to win in Stillwater, to win in Waco, to win anywhere in the conference. I mean, even beat Texas in the Red River shootout, which really, in essence, was a road game for them because they were going to Dallas. If you can find a way to win on the road, like Baylor's won some tough road games recently. If you can find a way to do that, you're going to be able to send a message to recruits in that area because then recruits will remember. My guess is they probably are growing up fans of the teams you're playing in that particular area. Baylor, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, BYU. They're probably fans of that school. And you know BYU, okay, if you're a fan of BYU, I don't know if you're you're going to end up going there, but I have a feeling if you're a fan, you probably will end up going there. But imagine if Cincinnati comes into Provo, beats BYU, and that recruit says, hmm, I kind of like what this program is about. Maybe he wants to move cross-country and play for the Bearcats. I don't know. But that's why winning on the road is so important. You, you can't just confine yourself to winning not at your on your home field. That is why winning on the road is so important. It's something that I also hope men's basketball can do as well. You know, again, football is the highest revenue-driven sport. Football or men's basketball, rather, is still important to win on the road. Especially if you can recapture your identity. I think winning on the road is something we took for granted, too, in men's basketball. And I say that because you look at John Brandon's first conference road game. They lose a two-lane. And you're like, well, we should have won that game. I mean, we, we took for granted winning on the road with Mick Cronin. We took for granted the tough road games they won at Temple and Memphis and Houston and SMU. We took for granted all of those games. And when they lost to Tulane, and when they lost at UConn, and when they lost at um, Houston and almost lost to USF and a handful of other games, and when, you know, they lost, they lost more games in 2021 on the road. Or they lost, you know, conference games this past season. You took for granted winning on the road. That's hard to do. 
But if you have an identity like the Bearcats football program does, that's going to send a message to recruits. If the men's basketball program is able to recapture its nasty identity on defense, you know, to see the passion and energy that Wes Miller brings to his coaching, understanding the history and thinking about how you can play in fifth, third arena, those will all come to your mind as a recruit if you see Cincinnati win in your city. That's going to give you something to think about. You could already be verbally committed, but then you're like, you know what? I like that program. I'm not saying it will, and I don't think, and I don't think the chances are good it will happen like that. But at the same time, you never know. If and for recruiting, seeing your seeing that program went on the road, especially if you're not committed already, that's a huge upside for you to say, you know what? I like that program. Maybe I'll play for them. Maybe I can carve out a nice role for myself. And not only that, I know I can make the NFL from the University of Cincinnati. They just had nine draft picks for crying out loud. Speaking of football, we're going to transition back into that in segment three, talk more about the linebackers, including a former highly talented recruit who will finally see the field this year. It looks like it is that way. I'll explain next after a word from betonline.net, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews and news including Major League Baseball, the NFL once that starts, the NBA, heck, the Summer League's going on right now, the Stanley Cup, uh, NHL, when that comes back around. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. So, Yaheem Thomas, remember when he committed in 2019 and how huge of a, of a commit that was at the time? Four-star linebacker from Princeton High School in Cincinnati's backyard, and they were able to get him. Well, now you're finally going to be able to see the field this year, and it goes back to a point I have made that I made earlier this offseason, in fact, just a few weeks ago, when I said this season will be the season that shows whether Cincinnati's recruiting practices and what they believe in, philosophy, comes to fruition this year. That's what this season's going to be about. And I think it will show that they have done a masterful job at it. They already have shown that. But especially after you lose some alpha dog talent, you're going to have to show that, that, that you are continuing to recruit at a very, very high level. And that's what Yaheem Thomas is going to have to bring. You know, you're losing two key linebackers from last year's team, Darian Beavers and Joel DeBlanco. But in comes a guy like Thomas. In comes Deshaun Pace. You know how I feel about him. I think he's got All-American potential. Ivan Pace. um, Ivan Pace Jr. coming over from Miami, Ohio. He's had a heck of a career. You just don't know about it because he plays in the Mid-American Conference, which is the worst conference in college football. Then you've got a sixth-year player in Wilson Huber, who's emerging as a leader on the team. He's going to be in a larger role this season, not just as a third-down linebacker. You're going to have, you know, potentially other linebackers too, like David Jones Jr., guy from Fairfield. So there is talent on this team at the linebacker position. And I think when we look at it, it's going to be great to see Thomas back on the field this year, you know, finally showing, okay, another point I've made is they have just been playing behind so many great players throughout their time so far at UC. I think if Yaheem Thomas 
Think about who he's played behind. Perry Young, Brian Wright, Jarrell White. Br- Wright and White. Sorry for the confusion if there was any. I mean, that is, you know, those are some big-time players that have come through this program that have been masterful for the University of Cincinnati. So there is, you know, the potential there to finally see what Yaheem Thomas can do. It will make up for last year's loss, I believe, the talent of Beavers and DeBlanco. It's very similar to the defensive line making up for the loss of Curtis Brooks and new guys stepping in this year. So again, you're going to see on the first two levels of your defense, new guys stepping in, filling the cupboard, filling the void of the players who left from last year's team. I look at the potential that is there. There's a lot of it. Deshaun and Ivan Pace, you know, Wilson Huber, he's the player I'm most excited about to see this season and what he can do in in an expanded role. He's had an interesting career. He started at tight end, dropped a touchdown in that ECU game in 2019. If you remember, that was probably the only target he had all season. He then moved to linebacker. Now he's, you know, a great role player. He had a fumble recovery in Notre Dame. He had others. He had three sacks last year, 15 tackles. So you know what you're going to get from him. Yaheem Thomas, you're finally going to see uh, a landmark recruit. Imagine seeing both him and Evan Prater on the field. Now they won't be on the field at the same time, but imagine your highest rated offensive recruit and then one of your highest rated defensive recruits ever finally seeing the field. The excitement that was there from 2019 is going to be here again this year. So, again, it's all about recruiting, putting the recruiting practices into fruition this year. And it's going to be, there's going to be pressure on guys like Javon Hicks, guys, going to be pressure on guys like Wilson Huber and uh, Deshaun and Ivan Pace. We know Deshaun's already a really good player. Uh, Jaheen Thomas. Malik Van, who we've already seen great flashes of. Jawan Briggs, who we could see more of this year. Jabari Taylor, who we could see more of this year. I like the talent that's there, and I think it, and I think that's why I think personally the defense is going to be just fine. I think there's going to there might be a little drop off from terms of how good they were last year, but I don't anticipate much. And hopefully they improve in the run game. But linebackers to me are the position that most epitomizes where Cincinnati is in recruiting right now. All right, on tomorrow's show, as I mentioned, John Garcia Jr., the director of football recruiting for Sports Illustrated, joins me to discuss the Elite 11, recapping the Bearcats who were there, Bearcat commits potentially who were there, Brady Dragish. Uh, this year's linebackers, what he thought about when they were going through the recruiting cycle, Anthony Brown, Malik, LZ, two players the Bearcats are targeting heavily for the class of 2023. His thoughts on that. Don't forget to subscribe to the Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel, now up to 348 subscribers and count and keep them coming follow us to get an alert every time we drop a new episode and don't forget you can follow me on twitter at frankie underscore 90 with two n's and an ati you can follow me on instagram alex frank underscore or email me alex 3 frank at gmail.com and then get more on the big 12 by making lockdown big 12 your second listen everyday host josh neighbors and the local experts of lockdown take you across the big 12 in 30 minutes lockdown big 12 your second listen that's lockdown big 12 For the Lockdown Bearcats podcast, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day. John Garcia Jr. and I will be back tomorrow to discuss all things recruiting from the Elite 11 and players the Bearcats are still targeting for the class of 2023. Until then, have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you all with John Garcia Jr., the Director of Football Recruiting for Sports Illustrated, on tomorrow's show.